0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Business with Rocks. Today's episode is a special episode because we have an exclusive interview with the owner, creator extraordinaire of Gifted and Lit, Mr. Derek J. Collins. How you doing, Derek?
1: I'm doing good.
0: (laughs) Yes, you see how I like to use your government, your Uh, full government? Don't put
1: my middle name in that. (laughs) Dang.
0: I man, I, I didn't tell him what the J stand for. Yeah,
1: but damn, we gotta give him the whole name. <laughs> the,
0: the whole thing, the whole thing. <laughs> Today, guys, I'm excited because we're gonna get down and dirty, raw to what really created gifted Inlet. The backstory, the origin, the the juice. You excited, Derek?
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm extremely excited. I'm um, a little worried. I'm like, what are we gonna talk about? Because I just might say anything. <laughs> Who knows?
0: And that's what we want. We am want I, every and everything. Am I allowed to cuss? You're allowed to do whatever you want. Okay, whatever. I can say anything. You can say anything. anything okay, because I might
1: say whatever it comes to my mind. Let, right. it,
0: let it loose. I'll, I'll shoot out a few questions for you just to give you like a like a, a general basis of it. But I want you to be as raw as possible, whatever comes to your mind, and just let it happen.
1: All right, cool. Got let's
0: it. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, of course, the first things first, I want to ask is, what was the backstory that gave you the vested interest in this journey of creating Gifted Inlet?
1: I created Gifting Lit because I saw the power that hip-hop had on our young people. I would see guys walking down the street just rapping to themselves and about to get hit by cars because they over there rapping to themselves. I'm like, yo, (laughs) what is going on? Like, music didn't have a trance on me like this when I was young. I'm like, what's going on? Why are these guys so into hip-hop and why does everybody want to be a rapper? Mm. And I, I, you know, I have a counseling business um, that I run full-time. And it's like, all a lot of my clients want to be rappers. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Right. Rap has literally taken over. I mean, mm-hmm. and I look at concerts and I mean, rap is huge. So I was mm-hmm. like, I have to try to flip this thing because I want the kids to get positive messages. Mm-hmm. And um, I was listening to a lot of music and not to say that the rap was necessarily good when I was coming up but I think it was better but I don't want to sound like one of those old guys like music is not what it used to be <laughs> and you know y'all don't know you know I'm not one of those guys right. but at the same time like damn some of this stuff is just trash but um I wanted to do something creative and it started when I was um I had this idea I want to say almost 10 years ago wow when I was um substitute teaching and I said you know what I want to bring in a copy of Schoolhouse Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I was substituting for a kindergarten kindergarten class. And I said, you know what? Let me try this out. Let me see if they like it. And I played it, and they liked it. And that's when it sparked the idea. I was like, what if someone made a modern-day version of Schoolhouse Rock? Mm. And like I said, they didn't care Like the animation was old. They didn't care that it was on a DVD. didn't care about none of that stuff they were just into it Mm. and they thought it was cool and I was like you know what this will work and I said I don't have the money right now right but I will figure it out later and actually to be honest with you I didn't even want to do it
0: what why
1: not because I knew how much work it would be I knew even then I said this would be a ton of work there's no way number one I don't know any I don't know anything about music Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about a studio. Um, I don't know how to rap. <laughs> I don't tend to hang around people who rap. Right, so, right, right. So it was, How am I going to make this happen? I don't even have the money. You pretty much just felt like, man, I didn't, you know, like you didn't know what to do. No, I was, at that time, I struggled to pay my bills. I had I my, I was hiding my car around the corner from my apartment at the time.
0: What? From the repo man?
1: From the repo man.
0: <laughs> Sounds like the story of the life of a lot of people. Yes. Holy cow. I was God.
1: hiding my car from the repo man. So how am I going to come up with this product called Gifted and Lit? Mm-hmm. And then that's when I came up with another product called Woody Wipes. Ooh. And um, I, came, I came up with that as well, but that's a whole other story. Right,
0: right, right. For, for another whole for other for interview. I can't wait for that one. Yeah. Woody Wipes. <laughs> the name, of the, the concept behind that. Yeah. So after, after all that happened, after, you know, you, you basically went through those trials and tribulations, when you did decide to create it, what did you want to accomplish?
1: Ah uh, shit! Be honest with you, I just want to make some damn money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want to know the truth, right. I like I want to make some money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to. I was looking for like, what do people need? Right. What 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 do kids want? How can we bring value? What 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 are parents and people complaining about? I had I heard so many people complain about today's music. Okay. Oh, there's no message. Oh, I don't want my kids listening to this. Oh, I don't want to have. My kids grow up in this generation. Like, what's what's up with the music? Mm-hmm. And so I say, you know what? Let me be the answer that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, we have to stop waiting on people to do stuff. Because I would hear people say, well, I wish, um, I don't know, like Rick Ross would rap about this. Or I wish Jeezy would rap about this. Mm-hmm. Or the Migos would rap about this. Or... Whoever, Nicki Minaj or Cardi B would rap about this. Right, right. Well, instead of waiting on them to rap about it and hoping and praying, go ahead and do it yourself. Ah. So that's what I did. I said, you know what? Let me be the change that I want to see. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it myself. Mm. And hopefully it will catch on and people will like it.
0: Powerful stuff right there. Because it's true. It's true. We 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 spoke about this uh before. And I remember it was a... Uh, uh, what was the lyrics that you said that you that you really enjoyed? No, let it out, let it out. <laughs> Remember? There's a Rick
1: Ross song. Yeah. <laughs> uh These Hoes Won't Hold Me Back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what was what was your rendition on it? What was your rendition?
1: I don't know. It's like these haters won't hold me back, uh these money problems won't hold me mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. Uh um
0: I remember. You was, I remember. It was like these bills won't hold me yeah, back. Yeah, these
1: bills. Yeah. My just, past one won't hold me back. back. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was a lot of positive, positive, you know, uh, messages like that. then you felt like if we just swapped it out of, you know, the negativity that you know we want to talk about in terms of hoes and b words and you know, bringing down our 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 people. Put on, you know, start uplifting them. So definitely, I was that, that was a special point right there. I wanted to bring out. So in the journey of this whole process what was some external and internal struggles you were were dealing with in terms of yourself and and
1: whatnot internal struggles is self-doubt big time uh self-doubt how am i going to do it i do not have the money that was the biggest thing i i don't have the money um are people going to like it number two because i have no background in music never been interested in music Mm -hmm. um music doesn't have a hold over me like that you know like, if someone says to me, like, I want to be a rapper, I'm like, oh, get away from me. <laughs>
0: You're like,
1: like oh, heck no. Like, I, it's, it's so annoying. It's right, like, I'm right. like, yo, you could be something. You could be an astronaut. You could be a physicist. You could be a doctor, a lawyer. You can be something. A welder. I don't mm-hmm. know. A deep sea diver. Just think of something besides rapping. And mm-hmm. that's, you know. But anyway, to not get on a tangent, to stay on topic, um... That was the main thing. How am I going to pull this off? And when I'm, where am I going to get the time? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to get the time to do it? Because I'm working a full-time job, running my business, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have to make some sacrifices. Wow. And the internal struggle was I knew how much it was going to cost. Once I found out how much it was going to cost, mm-hmm. then I realized, oh, crap, I'm going to have to make sacrifices. And am I willing to pay this price? Ooh. That was an internal struggle, and the price was giving up my salary for about two years.
0: Ooh, two years. Two years.
1: Two years of giving up my salary, man, um, to invest in gifted and lit, and also run my counseling business and pay my staff, and then also the time because all my free time was dedicated to gifted and lit and making edits and making sure that people were doing what they're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and also by the way. You know, in doing this process, you know, people end up ripping you off. Damn. You end up losing money. Contractors don't pay you. Um, I mean, not pay you, but do their work that they're supposed to right, do. Right, right. So I have cartoons that are totally scrapped.
0: And how much, and how much you invested in those? Ten grand. Whew, man.
1: About 10, ten grand. Man. Cartoons unused. Unused. Will never be seen.
0: They're not like salvageable. You feel like any ch- any chance like that? No. No. Damn. Damn. That sucks. <laughs> no. That's that, no. That's it's true. You know, it's hard to t- just throw away ten grand like that. Mm-hmm. But um, again, we understand where you are coming from. We understand the journey behind it, which is uber important. So uh my next question for you is, what was the epiphany you experienced in this journey that you just discovered? Like literally, once you hit that gifted and lit, like okay, I. This is this is how it's gonna happen. What was that epiphany for you?
1: The aha moment was when I decided just to go do it. See, what happened was, things started moving when I decided mm. that I'm gonna make it happen. There's, there's so much power in making a decision and saying, you know what, I decide to do something mm-hmm. and 100% commit to it. Once I decided and put 100% commitment into Gifting Lit, and I knew I was going to go do it no matter what, if Mm -hmm. it's gonna fail, it's gonna flop, whatever, that's when things started rolling. And then that's when I started finding resources. That's when, you know, I was finding animators. That's when I was finding people that make beats. That's when I was finding people um, that can potentially rap on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's so much power in decision. Mm -hmm. And then also, um, I'm big on having courage. Most people do not have courage. I think that's the difference between people that make it and people that don't, mm-hmm. is that most people do not have courage. And you look at anybody who's successful, even a celebrity, mm-hmm. a politician, mm-hmm. or some some businessman that's super successful, they all had courage. right? And that's what most people, I believe, that don't have. So I say, you know what? I don't want to leave this life unfulfilled. Mm. I don't want to leave this life saying what it could have should have. So I'm going to step out on faith and have some courage and um, make it happen. And then that's when things start happening for me.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. So you see how, like, okay, you'd be like, mm, courage. What, what did you have to surround that courage with in terms to make it happen? So did you have to wake up extra early did you have to go to the studio 24 7 did you have to go out there and and physically go into oh you're a good rapper i'm gonna be a good rapper and choose like what what was like the intricate details involved in creating that whole. Process? really there was
1: no intricate details it was no planning at all i'm not a planner and i I think i need to be but i'm not a planner at all mm. i was just like all right let's work on one song Ah. Uh-huh. Baby steps. Yeah, I was just like, all right, let's just focus on one song. Mm -hmm. I had a song that was written, and then I was like, all right, the girl that wrote the song, she didn't want to rap it, so I found somebody else to do it, Mm -hmm. and he did it, and it turned out great, and I was like, yo, this sounds dope. Mm -hmm. Actually, I take that back. I went through like three different people before I found him, Mm -hmm. and it sounded like trash, and I found him. (laughs) And like, it once again, waste some money, testing, testing. Mm-hmm. And then I found a guy that made it sound good. So I was like, all right, this sounds good. And then now let's work on the second song. Uh, and like I said, I have like, I think I probably had like 30 different beats.
0: Wow. Before you found, let's say that for that one, for that one song.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 There was no really plan because I, 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 i never done this before. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't no plan. I just said, you know what, let me just work on a song and then if that sounded good, which it did, it mm-hmm. actually built up my faith to work on another one mm-hmm. and then another one. And then I just started sending songs out to people and mm-hmm. then they sent them back to me if I liked them. I used it, if I didn't, I scrapped it. Mm. And, um,
0: that was the same process for the animators too? So you sent them the, the beats for that or, or they did it? How did that whole thing work? I don't really know myself.
1: I would send them a the song, mm-hmm. And then I would maybe give them a script,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then they would write a storyboard, and then they would do the animation from that. Oh, okay, so it was, it was an intricate process involved. No, yeah. this is, I'm learning all this stuff because I had no
0: idea. Yeah, it's a lot. I, no, and I love it. I love it. Like, it takes, it takes a lot. The people always just see the end result. People just like, oh, my gosh, give it to the lid, hip-hop, math, you know, (laughs) space squad. But they don't know the intricate details behind it, the stress, sleepless nights. Like you said, the sacrifices, whether it's family, whether it's your health, whatever it is, people don't look at those uh, uh, trials and tribulations on the back end.
1: Yeah, seriously. I mean, real talk, I mean, you give up buying clothes for yourself, going out to eat, going and do things that you normally like doing. Like, I like traveling. That's my mm-hmm. vice. Like, mm-hmm. that's my biggest thing. I love to travel. love to travel abroad. I'm not doing anything domestic. I want to travel abroad. Mm-hmm. If it's not Las Vegas, I'm traveling abroad. abroad. <laughs> Period. So, I had to give that up. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing. I couldn't travel like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And that was rough.
0: That was dang. Well, the beauty is, give to let out here, it's live and kicking. So, soon you will be able to travel. Enjoy life. I, I know your favorite place is DR, right? Is that a little? Was that a little secret there? Or? No, it's not a secret. Oh, okay. I
1: mean, <laughs> I, me and my family plan to move there.
0: Oh wow! Oh well, there we but go. I want to live
1: there six months out of the year, so that's the goal.
0: Um, that's the goal. Don't worry. Get, get the lit. Get the lid. It's so lit that that will happen. <laughs> so my last thing for you is that. What was the transformation you experienced throughout this whole journey? Going through the creation process, what you see, the fans loving about it, and what do you see for Gifton Lit? So that whole entire transformation process.
1: I want Gift and Lit to be a household name. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some things that I've thought about, maybe a learning center or maybe a language school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed like when I went to DR, they had a language school that taught people Russian, French, mm. English and all these other different languages mm-hmm. because they thrive off of tourism. That's how they make their money. Right. So I was like, man, that's so neat that they have a language school. And I said, I've never seen a language school out here in the United States. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll do a language school or maybe I do a learning center. I don't know, mm-hmm. but, um, or just a nonprofit where we give back to, um, um, communities that are struggling, mm-hmm. but my biggest thing that I always want to do i'm I'm a big believer in exposure okay I believe that exposure changes people, so one of my goals is to maybe give scholarships to um, children to expose them and maybe even adults mm-hmm. because a lot of adults have never been exposed to anything outside of their community, mm-hmm. like traveling abroad seeing how different people live so they can learn about different businesses, right. learn about different careers. You know, I always tell a story about a guy who was like the 100th ranked sprinter in the world. Mm, mm. And he changed sports. Somebody exposed him to rugby. Oh, wow. And he became the best rugby player in the world because no one could catch him. Ah, uh, But that was through exposure. Right, and right. so what I tell a lot of my clients and people that I work with, us, like, hey, you need to go, go to Dubai.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: go to China go to India mm-hmm. go to Australia expose yourself to different things and then you might be able to open your brain and see different avenues that you can tap into right. because how would you know that you're a natural, naturally gifted piano player if you never touch a piano true, yep yeah, you would never know, but until you're exposed, like some of us are naturally gifted, the first time we do something, right, right, we just naturally have that talent. But if you're never exposed to, you know, like for example, Jim Brown, mm-hmm. and he, he was one of the one of the greatest running backs mm-hmm. of all time, but he, someone exposed him to lacrosse, mm-hmm. and he was also the greatest lacrosse player of his time. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's the greatest lacrosse player ever. Wow, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, see
0: when, when those things happen, you know, it's good that, that you bring that, you bring up exposure because a lot of us, especially in our community, we we're stuck on like, you know, that's all that life is. A lot, a lot of, you know, young African-American males think that, you know, my lifespan is 21, 22 years old. They, They can't see anything past that because of their culture. So it's, it's, it's definitely rough. We, we end up dying with the music on our lips and not even able to expose ourselves and put ourselves out there to see the true potential of what we have. So, no, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, because I
1: want them to think, man, because I like, for, exa- for example, like I see guys, they like, man, I want to be the, I want to play for this football team. I'm Like, I don't want to play for the team. I want to be the owner. Yeah. Because if you're playing this guy 30 million, how much is the owner making?
0: bank you know that's how i want
1: <laughs> our community our children to think mm-hmm. you know if you're why be the player when you can own the team
0: yeah
1: own it <laughs> i'm just saying that's what you gotta think about you right. know
0: right i
1: love it or you know there's so many different avenues like there's so many specialized let's say you don't want to be an entrepreneur that's fine you don't have to be an entrepreneur but there's so many specialized talents that we can need to expose ourselves to, like, for example, a food stylist. Mm-hmm. You know, some people go to be a chef, but you could be a food stylist instead. Wow. Or a deep sea welder. You know, people don't talk about that in these schools. I'm talking about specialized skills right. that you can do and make a living. Mm-hmm. You know, I always think about weird stuff. I'm like, all right, who makes these street <laughs> signs? <laughs> Like someone's making money off the street signs that are on the street. Like who made those? Right. Who right. made our who made our zippers on our on our pants? Somebody's getting paid off of zippers. Yeah. And they literally cornered the market. Son. <laughs> I'm just saying zippers. Like zippers. Man. So these are the things that I think about all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like just trivial stuff like hey. Like who made these like I'm looking at my debit card right now. Who mm-hmm. made this? Someone made this. Someone manufactured this. Mm. Who is making these debit cards? Mm. Some companies is getting paid to make these cards for the banks. Who, who, who did that?
0: Deep. And, and, and those are things that, honest to God, I don't even think about. We, we, we don't open our minds enough. That creativity juice don't, don't flow so much in a lot of us. And it's, it's something that, I guess, like you said, exposure can definitely open up those floodgates for us.
1: So that's all I want to do. I just want to expose, are you?
0: Are you? No, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, unless you got something else to say, I'm blown away. I'm excited. I'm so happy that you took the time to take this uh, interview. And um, no, Derek, it's lit. We gifted it lit.
1: (laughs) Gifted and
0: lit, y'all. Gifted and it lit. If you guys listen, you guys should definitely check it out. Um, get your copy. We have val- They have volume one, volume two, workbooks, coloring books, uh, CD soundtracks, uh, book bags, and so much, so much, so much more in the works. Oh, it's financially exciting. lit. And of course, I'm. I'm. Listen, I apologize. They just dropped financially lit. Talk a little bit about financially lit for us.
1: Oh man, financially lit. is just a financial literacy program for. Children in grades, um, kindergarten through eighth grade that expose them to lessons on credit saving, financial psychology and mm-hmm. much more to get them, you know, exposed to financial literacy. I mean, So many of us are wasting our money on dumb stuff. Right. <laughs> that we need to buy assets mm-hmm. and then really monitor how we um, spend our money. And we also need to learn how to circulate our money in our community ah. to, um, you know. Make sure that everybody gets a chance to make some money. No,
0: I agree wholeheartedly. Holy cow. I love it. I love it. I kept I forgot about that because I personally love Financially Lit. I personally love all the DVDs. So I just wanna say thank you so much for coming out, Derek. It's lit. I appreciate it. Let's get it.